0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights this morning.
1: From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative.
0: From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. The University of Illinois will continue to offer on-campus testing for the rest of the fall semester and winter break, with fewer testing locations open. Undergraduate students staying on campus will be required to test every other day until the 18th in order to have access to university buildings. Students can test at any of the six current open locations, the Alice Campbell Alumni Center, Campus Recreation Center East, the Illini Union, the State Farm Center, the SDRP, and the Veterinary Medicine Building. Each center has separate hours of operation, with the most common being between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. Certain locations will be closed on weekends. For an updated list of all hours at each location, students should access the on-campus COVID-19 testing locations pages provided online by the university. This week is homecoming week at the University of Illinois, with virtual events scheduled Monday through Saturday. The university will be remotely hosting a variety of activities including a trivia night on Tuesday, a comedy show on Wednesday, and a panel event with Chicago sports journalist Sam Smith on Thursday. Friday's events include a performance from the Marching Illini and a panel with the Illinois Athletics Hall of Fame inductees before Illinois takes the field against Iowa at 2.30 on Saturday for the annual homecoming game at Memorial Stadium. The Illini will honor 33 seniors during the last home game of the year, And the game's halftime show will feature Illinois alum and REO Speedwagon frontman Kevin Cronin. As the year goes on, COVID-19 cases in the United States continue to rise. WPGU's Tori Gelman has more.
2: Following the Thanksgiving holiday, the Center for Disease Control warns American citizens that coronavirus counts are likely inaccurate due to a lack of testing availability and the two-week incubation period for the virus. Health officials across the country have spoken to the likelihood of a spike in positive COVID 19 cases, continue to emphasize the importance of social distancing and wearing masks. Over the last two weeks, there has been a 12% increase in coronavirus cases, a 29% increase in deaths, and a 38% increase in hospitalizations. The CDC reported on Monday 13,295,605 coronavirus cases as well as over 266,000 COVID-related deaths. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman.
0: Moderna, one of the three companies who have successfully developed a COVID-19 vaccine, is hoping to fast-track their authorization through the FDA. Here with more is WPGU's Tara Basher.
1: Pharmaceutical company Moderna applied to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for emergency authorization of its COVID-19 vaccine on Monday, following data that showcased the vaccine to be 94.1% effective. This makes Moderna the second company to apply to the FDA, alongside Pfizer, which initially applied on November 20th after showing similar signs of an effective vaccine. The FDA is slated to meet with its advisory committee in December to take both applications into account. According to the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the first U.S. vaccination should take place near the end of December. The news of an upcoming COVID-19 vaccine comes at a low point of the health crisis, with cases still surging across the country, and hospitals in certain areas overwhelmed with patients. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher.
0: President-elect Joe Biden officially nominated former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen as his Treasury Secretary, alongside nominations for a number of other key economic positions. Biden also nominated former Obama-era official Neera Tandon as Director of the Office of Management and Budget and Macroeconomic Advisor Adewale Adeyemo as Deputy Treasury Secretary. Currently, Biden has not announced his pick for the director of the National Economic Council, but recent reports suggest that he will tap Brian Deese, former deputy OMB director and executive at investment firm BlackRock, for the role. The administration has also announced that Cecilia Rouse, an economist and Princeton dean, will serve as the chair of the Council of Economic Advisors, alongside economists Jared Bernstein and Heather Boucher. That's all for today. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.